Hello, welcome to Small Town D&D with Chelsea Lee. Is grave robbing really a crime? With David Dillon. You're going to dispose of a body, don't do it in an anoxic environment. And Dewey Cassidy. One time a ghost talked to me through the radio. And I am your dungeon master, Alex Wolfson. Let's do it. (laughs) Spooky. Tonight is a special night in Chester's chair. Tonight is the 999th Cristado Harvest Hootenanny. And all of the townsfolks have gathered in Missing Chair Square, which has been decorated and turned into a carnival. Game Sorry, booth. I hate to interrupt. In the spirit of Halloween, can we call it a hootenanny? Thank you. Thank you. The 999th Chris Dato Harvest Hootenanny. <laughs> Missing Chair Square is full to the brim of townsfolks, carnival games, a, uh, a maze maze, to spoil one of my names right away, a maze maze. <laughs> <laughs> And to kick off the festivities, the townsfolks have gathered around the Missing Chair Square Monument, the site where once the missing chair stood. Gaudron Werp, the mayor of this town, stands up on the podium and addresses the townsfolks. He is dressed in what he might call something very silly. He's wearing a more casual blazer, white slacks and shirt. He addresses the town. Folks of Chester's Chia, I'm your mayor, Gaudrin Whoop, and I'm so excited to in- to welcome you to this 999th Cristado Harvest Wootenanny. It is more than a Cristado picking party, it is a spectacular spectacle, a harvest hoedown, a root rendezvous, a sandy surprise, a Christavaganza! Welcome, townsfolks. Please enjoy the games, compete, eat, and when the clock strikes midnight, one of you will be crowned the High Hooter and awarded this wonderful prize. He pulls up from beneath the podium a wooden scepter, and on the end of it is a Cristado, and he also holds a little bag. He says, The staff of the High Hooter and 25 gold pieces. If you are interested in such a prize, come up to the front after this. We'll give you a little name card, and your points will be tracked on the Cristado board. And he gestures his hand over, and a large magical signboard has been erected in town. And on this board, names are already starting to fill in, and little scores next to them. It seems like this is a leaderboard that will track your points throughout the night. The winner, of course, receiving the prize. The mayor says, I wish all of you a very spooky 
Hootenanny. Did you understand all that? I, I, I had uh, lots of ghost references, and, and he, he starts talking to other, his retainers as they pull him off stage. Tile will come up and find you all in the crowd. He's in a stylish suit, bowler hat. He has a stick-on mustache. Uh, he's drawn on a stronger jawline with, like, marker. <laughs> and he goes, hey, everybody. It's so nice to see you. I am dressing for success. You all look fantastic. And he'll, as he looks out at all of you, I'd like you all, the players, to describe your costumes. Um, Clay, could you go first? So instead of her huge floppy garden hat that she wears every day to keep the endless sun in Chester's chair um, off of her, Clegg is instead wearing a huge chef's hat, (laughs) has replaced her wizard's robe for a white chef's robes. Um, Keeping true to form with her role, it doesn't say like head chef Clegg, it just says sous chef Clegg. And a nice little apron, a wooden spoon, and interestingly enough, Summer's Bounty is nowhere to be found. Oh, Jeremiah, could you introduce your costume? Yes, Jeremiah is going as the same thing he's been going as for the past approximately 140 years, which is a Chris Tato. (laughs) And it just looks like a big turd. I love it. <laughs> and Albert Penis, please introduce your costume. Yeah, so Albert is in a two-person horse costume with his homunculus. Oh uh, the homunculus being the back, of course. And uh, it's not just love a normal it. horse. He's drawn up the horse to be as evil as he perceives them to be. So it's all black. It's got piercing red eyes that have a glow to them. And uh, at its feet, he has sewn an old lady doll and a pregnant woman doll. And the idea is that the horse is stomping on these. Oh, my God. And uh, on the on the right <laughs> side of the horse's ass is a petition to the mayor with signature spaces to eliminate horses from sidewalks. I love it. Best of luck to you, Albert Penis. And Tile is going to hand each of you a card. It has a space to write your name and also has a space for stamps that you'll collect throughout the night. You, you can write your names on them, and then they'll go up on the board. What do you what do you write on these? I'm writing Sous Chef Clegguini. Sous Chef Clegguini, I love it. I'm going to put Four-Legged Beast from Hell. Four-Legged Beast from Hell, mm-hmm. And Jeremiah will uh, he'll put Chester's Chairs Pride. I love it. Sorry, can I amend mine? Four-Legged Beast from Hell, parentheses, ask me how we can stop it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Is there a character limit on these? <laughs> Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, it does. It's going to be like the John Mulaney bit. So it's going to it's going to start out really big. And then once I realize I've run out of room, it's going to get way smaller. Yes. And be almost indecipherable at the end. You see these names get put up on the board. Everyone else has just kind of written their normal name. Uh, you see some of those names. Some of them are fun. One of them just says Tile. You see uh, Sarah Craw. You see Castleberry has a name up there. The names are slowly popping up. Um, one of them says Bumblebee. Some of them just have names of, of perhaps costumes. As you get your cards and look around the festival, Tile says, Well, have a great evening. Best of luck if you want to be the high hooter. I have a booth to manage, but I hope you come say hi. The costume contest is going to happen about halfway through, so I hope I'll see you all there. Wait, Tile, what's your costume? Oh, I am dressed for success. So, so what are you? Um, I'm... Um, <laughs> I'm me in the future as a big success. 
Ah, so in your mind, you will grow a new jaw. No. Oh. I just, I don't, I just wanted to manifest things. I just heard the manifesting was a real Oh, Tyler, Tyler, no, no, no. I'm so sorry. Come here, boy. I'm going to put her hand on her shoulder. Hey, hey, I didn't mean to be rude. I was just, I was merely curious and trying to get answers. You are a special young man with a great face. All right. Don't let anybody... And here, you know what? I got something for you. And I'm going to reach over to the horse's ass, which upsets the homunculus a little bit. He shakes. And I grab the clipboard, and I'm just going to... Tyler, sign this, and you'll feel all better. Oh, okay. What's... Uh, what am I signing? It's a, it's, it, it's a petition to improve the quality of the city, and it will put a smile on that beautiful chiseled face of yours. Sure. And he, he looks at it, he goes... Ah. Oh, I, I mean, I work for the city, so I don't know if I can take a stance on this, but... It's merely a costume. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> 12 he goes oh, albert really i wish you luck thank you for cheering me up but I, I i can't take a political stance oh tyler okay you get out of here you scamp i'm gonna smack him on the butt playfully oh, not like in a sexual way just like in a sports way Ooh. oh bye albert and he runs off i have a question for albert mechanically so isn't your homunculus uh, a tiny creature so isn't it like incredibly disproportionate to uh so to i think you. in in theory homunculi typically are but i have reanimated the dead uh chimpanzee so it is chimpanzee sized i forgot about but the he chimpanzee. does have a gigantic hand as a head which is quite a problem yes i had assumed he was like six feet tall and like horrific just from <laughs> I the think last he's like show. four feet tall he's a chimpanzee yeah. and his head has been replaced <laughs> with a third arm He's kind of a steampunk. Yeah, so actually to clarify, my horse costume is not totally normal. There is uh, six legs because the head hand is against my back. <laughs> and in order to balance it out, he's walking on all fours. So <laughs> as you look around the Chris Tato Harvest Hootenanny, you see many different games have been laid out. And uh, there's also... Like a, a a tent for food. It seems to be sponsored by the Chris Tato Fry, the the typical sponsor of this event. Many different people are the townsfolks are all in costume, walking around. There's music playing. The sun has just recently set. There's a nice chill in the air. Finally, the humidity starting to let up a little bit as as the night draws oh my on. Gosh, finally, fireflies glow over the marshlands, over towards the root district, and you're you're basked in a really beautiful space here. This is one of Jeremiah's, this is one of his favorite times of the entire year, and he is so excited. And so he's just like, this brings him back to his youth, and he's just like a little kid, and he's like, oh my gosh, what's that? And then something pops out at him, and he's just like, whoa, I didn't expect that. And it's the same thing with the same guy <laughs> for the past decade, two decades, century. You stop by the information booth, pick up a map of the town square and it shows all your favorite booths of course you have an expert with you jeremiah jelsinski who has been to this festival many times in the past and so as you look over your map of different carnival games and contests where would you like to go first are we playing together or separately you know that's up to you i'd say i assume together a little but um it doesn't matter uh jeremiah goes to his favorite game which is uh the tuber toss he just loves just loves throwing potatoes back and forth to the tuber toss anyone going with him that's a partner game can i grab can i grab clegg and uh totally. and be like this is because <laughs> this is this is clegg's first uh carnival correct it is yeah so so jeremiah is really amped and he's like come on looks like oh right I, i'm kind of just driving dra dragging you along 
Uh, while they're doing that, I would like to go to the costume contest. I'm aware that does not happen until halfway through, but I'm going to I'm going to talk to Tyler in his booth. I remembered something I wanted to say earlier. I see. Fantastic. Uh, and so Jeremiah drags Clegg over. Uh, Clegg, are you going willingly, happily, or discontentedly? Clegg secretly is so excited for all of the spooky festivities, but outwardly is going to be a big stinker about it. <laughs> Great. And you get dragged over to a booth for the tuber toss. But before we see the tuber toss, Albert Penis, you find your way to the center of Missing Chair Square, where Tile is still setting up for the costume contest. He, he seems busy, Albert. Um, a little bit of this. Tile, my boy. Oh. Uh, Albert, hi. Something I meant me to talk to you about that I forgot to discuss earlier. <laughs> Uh, once again this year, I submitted several of my curiosities as prizes for the various games uh. here, and yet I had no one stop by my shop to pick up any of my self-heating butter knives, uh, my self-cooling um, drink glasses. I was just curious uh, if there was some sort of mix-up with the paperwork at City Hall, perhaps. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, uh, City Hall received them, but... Great! So, it, uh, uh, are they... <laughs> Don't tell me they broke into my shop as we speak to grab them last minute. <laughs> uh, no, no, nothing like that. No, really, nothing like that. Um, well, they just wanted a prize that was ap- approachable. Oh, sure, such as my hug-me bear, the bear that I designed to be your child's best friend, and as soon as I get rid of that kink where it grabs the father's genitals, I will be able to <laughs> hand that out to children, no problem. Well, see, and that was the problem, that people aren't using it the way that you intended. Some people like it too much, you know? It, it was in a Really? Could you get me their names? Because I could use more business. Um, look, Albert, I appreciate what you're trying to do, that you want to fundraise for your business, but... Well, it's more than just fundraising, my friend. It's advertising. When people see that they've won a penis curiosity at the fair, that's their hook. The first one's always free. Then they're coming in to buy my self-applying pants, the pants which soon will not strangle anyone. Well, Albert, maybe the best way to advertise for your store is to win. Win what? Win the, the thing. Be the high hooter. Show everybody that you believe in the town. Be the high hooter. Tile, my boy, that is an idea. And I'm going to try to run off and get tripped on the... Forgetting that the homunculus is attached to my back. Um, we're going to trip a little bit as we run back to join. <laughs> okay, and you'll also come and join them at the tuber toss. There you see Varshan Decker. He's a tiefling man, older, dark red skin. He's setting up for the tuber toss. He seems like the most curmudgeonly booth operator in the place. He's wearing just a trash bag over his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> he stands there chewing gum. He spits. Hey, yeah, you're here for the tuber toss. Jeremiah is furiously nodding his head. Yes. All right. What are you dressed as? I'm garbage. <laughs> I'm a Cristato. Uh huh. Want a prize? I I do. I can't wait to win it. I meant that sarcastically. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's wind this game up. He stretches cracks his back all right anyone else going to play that oh yeah there's a couple more this isn't a really popular game you see uh two other people have joined you for this baggy and kara shortspur have joined you baggy of course is this half-orc woman who likes uh flowers she's dressed as a daisy and kara shortspur is um, the daughter of brenda shortspur works at the mossy marsh 
she's in a homemade Legolas costume. She's like she's like wants to be a ranger when she gets a little older. And they all set up, all the partners set up, ready to toss their taters back and forth. And so the way this game works is you will toss a tuber back and forth, taking a step back each time. So the partners, it seems, are Jeremiah and Clegg, Albert Penis, and... Do you want to find someone from the audience, Albert? Or I'll be playing with my homunculus. With the other half of your horse costume. <laughs> I love it. Does he have a name? Um, not yet, but that's a good question. I don't have any. If you have any suggestions, I'm, I'm all I'm all ears, and he's all hands. Ayo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're gonna split up, and uh, because he's gonna be standing up right now, the horse is still gonna have six legs. So it almost looks like he has like two udders like hanging from him, for the front legs being all weird. You do split horribly in the middle. Yeah, it's a disgusting creature. Varshnikov goes down. Jeez. All right, here you go. You're each handed a Cristado and asked to toss to your partner. So uh, the DC for this will increase every round, but for now, I would like either Clegg or Jeremiah, whoever's throwing first, and Albert to make a dexterity check, please. Little do you know. God fucking damn it! (laughs) (laughs) At 17 fucking dexterity, I rolled a five. Ooh. Jeremiah hurriedly uh, goes over and gives the Chris Tato to Clegg to do the first toss. You're going to love this game. Oh, no, no, no. You should be the one to toss the Chris Tato with your no, no, many years. No, no, you need of... to start. He goes, oh, God. A 19. 19. Very good. I rolled for all of the various NPCs who have joined, and half of them also fail the first toss. It is not a good start. An angry man is going to walk off goes, this game sucks. Varshan Decker goes, I know. I'm garbage. And, <laughs> uh, they're eliminated. Albert Penis, you toss your Chris Tato to the hand. But of course, the homunculus servant has no eyes and cannot see on his own. And in fact, the Chris Tato <laughs> flies. It hits him close to the hand. But because he didn't see it coming, he can't close his hand in time. And it falls to the ground. Which hand? It falls to the, it goes so many to the hands. head. Hands. It could be one of five. My baby. I'm going to run over and comfort him. Great. You you re- suck your horse thing yeah. back together. He's confu- He does not know it's me, so he is confused when I try to hug him. He does fight back a little bit. <laughs> but eventually he understands that love is coming his way. <laughs> and it's fine. <laughs> How is it hugging the homunculus with five arms? Uh, so, well, he has three arms. He has the the two arms and then the head hand. So he hugs me with his, with his arms, and then the hand goes like sort of satchel wise, like yes. diagonally on my back. Are his bottom hands feet? They're all opposable, I believe, on a chimp. Yeah, so he has normal feet, but I think via chimpanzee rules, I think he can fuck with, he can grip shit. Mm. In my scientific what, terms, what's the what's the chimpanzee ruling in D anD? Can grip shit, I agree. It's down to two. Leg and Jeremiah and Baggy and Kara Shortspur. Baggy looks at you. Can I wave to Baggy? Yeah, you can wave to Baggy. She goes, <laughs> hi. Hi. I'm Baggy. I portented your talent show. What does that mean? <laughs> and uh, it's time for Jeremiah to roll. Oh, it's good. Eight? They rolled really well. I didn't. Eight. An eight. Eight total. Sadly, with an eight, in the longer distance in round two, two crustados are tossed into the air. Baggy and Jeremiah and Kara Shortsburg on the other end, able to make a grab. But the crustado from Jeremiah goes wide, 
and lands in the dirt. And a winner has been crowned. Kara Shortspur and Baggy first place. You get three stamps. Uh, they get three stamps. And second place, Jeremiah and Clegg, you each get two stamps. Each. Jeremiah is trying not to be a real big sore sport about it. And he, he's trying to really hold his stuff together. And he's, good good job, guys. You you did really well. Sorry, Jeremiah. We just have one yeah. stamp less. We'll just win the next one. That's right. We will dominate. <laughs> and as you walk off to the next game, Varshan Decker again is going to go, this game sucks. This game, this was this one sucks. <laughs> uh, well, where to next? I would like to go to the maze. To the maze, maze. Y'all going as well? Yeah. Great. Love the maze. You make your way to the center of Missing Chair Square, where a large corn, ancient corn maze has been constructed, known as the maze, maze. And every now and then from the center of it, you see some fireworks uh, erupting. It seems like whoever finds the center, it, it triggers some effect. Here at the outside of the maze, maze, you see Mr. Jack Cole from the Tower Schoolhouse. He's dressed like a surfer. He's wearing just board shorts. His rippling torso sh- shines even in this ghostly moonlight. Abs. Um, you also see the mayor, Gaudron Werp. He's walking around silly. Like, oh, what a silly day. <laughs> Jesse loved that. <laughs> oh, ho. oh, we like this one. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> uh, Gaudron Werp is there. He, he seems to be kind of like following Jack Cole around. He's playing a little, playing a little cool. And here you also see Alistair Turtle, Sir Alistair Turtle, old nemesis of Jeremiah Jelsinski. He's wearing what mm. is probably his knight's armor, but now very poorly fitting. These three folks stand out at the starting line as Baggy actually is, is running this event right now. And she'll say, hmm. I'm going to wave to Baggy. Hi. 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 Tough luck on the last one, but I think you can do even better this time. I thought you were so good at catching. Thank you. Bye. Bye. For the maze maze, you'll have to navigate your way to the center. The person to do it in the shortest time wins first place. And then, you know, from there. Are you ready? Jeremiah's going to look at Turtle and tell him, looks like that. He's going to turn to Turtle and he's going to say, it appears that your armor has fit better days. Oh, you sneaky old man. I can still take you down in this thing. You can't do anything in that thing except for stuff your face. Yeah, you can put him up right now. And as he lifts his arms even, the gloves like fall straight off his hands. They just slide right off. Oh, shit. Oh, gosh. (laughs) As he bends down to pick up the gloves, the chest plate slides over the top of him and off too. And now he's like half naked. Oh, well, shoot. I'll, I'll catch up with you. Looks like you're going to need a squire to get those back on you. Oh, come on. And he's he's fumbling with him. You've successfully sabotaged uh, Alistair Turtle. He's going to have a penalty to this roll. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Gaudron Werp uh, is going to say, Oh, what a fine strapping young man you are. He'll put his arm around Jack Cole, and Jack Cole goes, Lay off, Gramps. I ride solo. Mr. Cole, aren't you cold? Never been. Ah, Jack, good to see you again. Good to see you too, Albert. You peeing well? 
Oh well, <laughs> never better now that I have my friend with me, and I'm gonna pat the I'm gonna pat and accidentally upset the homunculus. <laughs> Smack your hand away. <laughs> ah! It's good to see you're doing well. I'm just one with the earth myself, you know, taking every day one by one. Okay then. You ever feel dirt between your toes? Sure. That's all I've ever felt. You know what I mean? Of course. I hope I win this thing. <laughs> and uh, Baggy's, Baggy's going to kick off the event. I'd like everyone to make a survival check, please. Um, While everyone is, you know, looking towards the maze, about to start the event, I'm going to take my hat off slightly and send Summer's Bounty above the maze to try to see above and get to the oh, center. Yeah. Whoa. Um, His name now is also Summer Me. Cute okay. guy. That sounds like a good name for like a rat. Summer me and Clegweeny. Summer me and Clegweeny. <laughs> <laughs> a reference, perhaps? <laughs> Is he pulling on your hair above your head, perhaps? Yeah. Controlling your movements? Well, Summer me taking to the skies is able to scout the maze for you very well, and you're going to get advantage on this roll. Um, in addition to the survival check, I was wondering if I could cast magical tinkering on a piece of corn. Mm-hmm. And the plan is that I'm going to make all the kernels smell really bad. And as we walk, I will drop, because they can be smelled up to 10 feet. So every 10 feet, I will drop a kernel. And that way we know if we passed it, because we will smell the disgusting kernel. So we know we won't go in a loop. <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely. Whoa. Right. And I will also point out that if you cast magic, because you only have two magical tinkering usages, if you were mm -hmm. to cast it again, your homunculus servant would disappear. No, 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 that's Artificer Infusion. <gasps> that's Infuse oh, Item. thank you. Okay. These are separate. Yeah. Nice try, Dick. <laughs> Almost stole him from <laughs> you. Let's get those survival checks. I rolled a 13. Rolled a 12. 17. Whoa. Pretty good. Yeah, the highest NPC roll ties you, Jeremiah. And so, to figure out third place, we got to roll off. So, one more survival check. Uh-oh. Oh, and they rolled off. <laughs> Nat 20, baby. Oh, my Let's gosh. go. Perfect. He is blazing through this maze. And as you break through the, the maze, each of you running one way or the other, Clegg, Summer's Bounty. Sorry, real quick. I'm not running. Uh, I'm being carried by the head hand of my homunculus <laughs> through the maze. Is he gripping? He's gripping, yeah. He's gripping your, so, your butt hard. Holding so it kind of looks like the horse is standing up. I love it. I love it. The horse is running on two feet. <laughs> Clay, bipedal. you easily cruise to first place here. Summer's Bounty can communicate ideas to you, and so he just tells you the path. You run f f f f between the, uh, the maze, clocking into the center in record time, and as you cross the barrier, psh, fireworks shoot out. Uh, the horse running on its hind legs, Albert Penis, you're being carried in the air by this homunculus and only occasionally shouting, Smells bad, smells bad, or you know whatever you'd like to shout as you smell something <laughs> bad to re to redirect them. Um, you cruise to an easy second place, and Jeremiah, you and Sir Alistair Turtle are neck and neck, almost the entire way, as he struggled to get his the clothes turtle on. in the hair. But it's H A I R. Oh yes. How okay. would you like to? Like uh, how, you you beat him. How would you like to beat him? You beat him by just a hair. So as Jeremiah, so I feel like they, they both kind of 
come from opposite like kind of like a scooby-doo uh hallway where they both like open up the door and they point and they're like ah and then they look down the hallway and they see where the finish line is and so they're both running and as they get closer and closer to the finish line jeremiah grabs a uh a bushel of corn and rolls it uh underneath uh, Sir Alistair Turtle making him slip and fall uh, and eat shit. I love it. Alistair Turtle tumbles head over heels. No! I'll get you one day! He says almost in slow motion despite falling at regular speed as you cross into the center. Psh, fireworks emit. Clegg, you get three points. Albert Penis, you get two points. And Jeremiah, you get one point. I will track your points here. I'm going to try to Oof. shake Baggy's hand when she stamps my stamp card. Baggy gives you the stamps. You'll try to shake her hand. She says, oh, thanks. Hi. Bye. And uh, you're off to wherever's next. I say that we go to Mashed Mania. Real quick. If yeah, if I can, Jeremiah loving, knowing full well what this carnival is about, wants to go to the middle of Missing Chair Square and cast Eyes of the Grave which will um, let me know any undead within 60 feet that isn't behind total cover and isn't protected by divination magic until end of next turn. So I want to be like, I want to know if there's undead in this area. What? what? Okay. So you're Grave on your cleric. Way- Woo! Wow. You're on your way to your next thing. So what was that? You're going to mashed mania. It seems like. On Albert Penis's request. Yeah, that sounds good. And as you make your way over there, you'll pass through the center of Missing Chair Square again. Here it seems to be the densest uh, amount of people. People are eating, drinking, having a good time. Kids running around, dressed in cute costumes. You see a cat. You see a pirate. And uh, let me make one secret roll. Okay. Oh, and so you cast this Eyes of the Grave. Emanating out 60 feet around you and spoiling the dungeon master's reveal as <laughs> you detect something. I broke the game. Something unusual mixed within the crowd. Absolutely. There is an undead presence. Unusual. You've not noticed this before. Jeremiah is amped <laughs> he is so happy that like things are about to go down in missing chair square uh i think for eyes of the grave i'm not sure if there's any sort of projection or anything uh or if there's any there's no somatic piece to it so he's he detects it and that's secret information do, do i know that's right do i know what the do i know what the undead is dressed up as if you know its location, this is the yes. densest part of the town square. People are packed in here. And so you know that they're within 60 feet of you. They seem to be on the outer edge of this main area. And I'd like to I'd like you to make a per- perception check to see through the crowd. Though you know its location, to really pinpoint it to one costume is harder. 14. A 14. You don't see it from here where you're standing instantly in this moment. But you do know where this undead entity is. So what would you like to do? Jeremiah's going to look through his his book and he's going to see of anybody who may have died recently. Okay. 
scrolling through. It does. Is this just happening as like we're walking? <laughs> like yeah, so you're I'm just, just casually with walking to the next game. With the bad. You're you're casually walking to the next game. Jeremiah stops dead, like uses this ability that he's never used before, <laughs> and it works perfectly. <laughs> it's like hey, hang on a minute, there's a zombie here, and uh, you 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 look through your book. It doesn't seem like it. Okay. I I turn to my cohorts and I don't want to spoil their fun. I know that they're, this is, you know, uh, Clegg's first time. And, and I remember how special it was uh, my first time at this, uh, my first time here. And so he just says, be on the lookout tonight for, for, for anything suspicious. And that's it. Is there anything we should be worried about? You should be worried about having the most fun possible <laughs> and also <laughs> being as vigilant as you can on top of that. Vigilance is my middle name. And as I say that the homunculus is going to rip out the ass of the... Yeah. God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> it runs off. You grab it again. Yeah. I'm going to go chase the homunculus. I'll be, I'll be right back. He gets a little testy at nighttime. I'm going to chase him you off. You chase him off. Get him back. And so you're going to... Continue- Albert, vigilance, penis. Correct. That's it. That's all. Good, good lore building. And you're going to continue on to Mashed Mania, is that right? Correct. Where we hope to mash some Tatoes. Wonderful. And just so I know... Chris Tatoes. Got it. Eyes of the Grave... With our feet. Understood. Eyes of the Grave only works for an action, right? It's It only lasts for an action. Yes. Got it. Yes. Thank you, sir. And as you reach Mashed Mania, you see Brish running this stall. Brish is a half-orc from the Root District. Looks kind of rugged, like he spends a lot of time outdoors. He's got camo paint under his eyes. And Brish is going to say, Ugh. We want to mash some potatoes. Okay. Get in there, then. And, uh... Okay. He'll he'll, he'll toss you into the, uh, the little ring... Small wooden arena has been set up. Different corners of it are fenced in with piles of Cristado all over the floor. The idea being that the mo- you'll stomp as many Cristados as you can, and the person who stomps the most Cristados, mashes them, is the winner. So you can jump around as much as you like to mash those taters. You can use either acrobatics or athletics, depending on your technique, and the highest score will win. And joining you for this game is Castleberry, let's say, and Chiff and Chaff. Right. Now, real quick, given that I'm a cha- attached to a chimpanzee with no sight, am I rolling with advantage because he has more legs or disadvantage because I am strapped to a chimpanzee with no sight? Uh, Brish <laughs> is going to say, one at a time, please. But my, my friend, he can't come in with me. One at a time. the rules. All right. I'm going to walk in longingly and look at him as I going because winning this for my shop is very important to me. Great. The chimpanzee just kind of floats in free space confused, untethered. <laughs> you see you see Castleberry too. Castleberry should really put a rope around it. <laughs> yeah, you can tie it up a little bit. I'm going to tie him to the old, I'm going to tie him to when he's not looking, the, the man running its leg. Oh my gosh. Okay, make a stealth check then. Great. <laughs> Roll a 16. Should I roll sleight of hand too? Well, no need, because he is a hunter, and he goes, Nice try. I had a deer try that on me once. 
ended badly. You had a deer try that. Now, as far as I know, deer do not have opposable thumbs. Spoken like a townie. Someone who's never seen the wilds. (laughs) Well, I'm actually not from the town. I'm from a small village outside. Doesn't show. I think a deer can't sneak up on you. (laughs) Well, if I can't tie my chimpanzee to you, can we at the very least hold on to his leash? I'll keep him. Hey, and perhaps here. give him some rocks to tie, to, to mess around yeah, with. Yeah, here, play with these. You'll hand him some rocks. He's throwing them at the crowd. <clears throat> oh, my God. <laughs> good boy, good boy. I'll be back. You could be throwing something else. Count your blessings. He can't poop. <laughs> he can't eat. <laughs> he yeah. is a steampunk chimpanzee nightmare hybrid robot magical monster. And I love him. Does he poop? No. <laughs> okay. And um, you see, you see Castleberry. Castleberry is in one of these rings. He says, "Oh, Albert and friends, lovely to see you all again." Guess what I am? He seems to just be dressed in a gray bodysuit. But then he'll kneel down. He puts his arms out and his legs out, and he stiffens his back, and he forms like a chair, like. Castleberry, wonderful cat costume. Uh, no, no, guess again. Uh, uh dog costume. Uh, oh, come on, Albert, please. You're, you're, you're a man. You're a gray man. I'm the chair. I'm the Chester's chair. Look, and he bends down oh. again. He's, he's, <laughs> oh, Castleberry, he's the chair. you've done it again. Oh, thank you. And I'm gonna win. How do you know what the missing chair looks like? Uh, well. I sell replicas in my shop, so I think I know a thing or two about the sh- uh, about the chair. Wow. If anybody knows anything, it's Castleberry. Ah, uh, that's right. Well, best of luck to For all For instance, you. he knows that I'm good on it, even though I won't be having much rent this month. Ah, uh, well, you know, everybody's got to pay their rent. Them's the rules. Of course, and he knows that I will pay my rent in a much later date. Yeah, right on time. Yep, yep. We're- right on time in, in two months from now. Yeah, right on time every month. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> that's Castleberry, you are a hoot, and I'm going to push yeah, him. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Isn't he this guy a funny guy? <laughs> I love this. I love this man. I love him. I- He's hilarious. I love this man. If I had a daughter, I'd hope that she was age appropriate to marry him, uh, and then she would. I wish that I was younger and a woman so I could marry Albert. <laughs> oh, Castleberry. Oh, gosh. You all I'll, are having I'll, fun. I'll I'm send you that fun. gold in a couple of months, you old, you old bastard. Yeah, yeah, sure. End of the month. Right on time. We got it. <laughs> End of two months. Yeah, right on time. And uh, you also see Chiff and Chaff there. Uh, Chiff and Chaff work at the Cristado Fry and Frosted, respectively. They're both in a corporate, contractually obligated Cristado Fry costume. They each are one single Cristado Fry. Are they teens? They're teens. And they go, hey. They they know Jeremiah quite well. They'll go, hey. Oh my gosh, I love your costume. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, you're like, you're like, you're like me, like a like but a butterfly i am but the caterpillar you are the great <laughs> crustato fry i am but the raw crustato for sure jeremiah keeps is nodding and smiling and is is waiting for them to be as excited as he is on his revelation the teens are almost drooling with this interest and this is probably the the second or third time that they've had to that they've been working for the cristado fry and so jeremiah sees them every year in the same contractually obligated costume absolutely they're tired of this children wonderful chester's chair costumes uh we're whatever 
And Bridge goes, begin. <laughs> and I'd like everybody to make an athletics or acrobatics check, please. God. So my mm. acrobatics is plus three, which is pretty dang good. Yeah. Five is my score. <laughs> You've been rolling quite badly. This is the second time in a row I've had a plus three advantage and rolled a five. Albert Penis needs this money and it's not looking good. What's what's everybody else's roll? I can't find acrobatics. Oh, I I did find acrobatics. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, Whoa. Chelsea just wanted to set up that giant brag. Um, Congratulations. I'm not sure how D. Oh, did I win? <laughs> Does that mean I win? I just wanted that one extra <laughs> point. <laughs> And Jeremiah, I'm very close. I, I'm very close. I got uh, an 18. An 18. Wow, very impressive. Yeah. Clegg and Jeremiah are on a stomping fit, bouncing, knocking them dead. Jeremiah, you've been doing this since you were a child. Jeremiah is doing flips to then squish the potato, the crustaceans, as efficiently as possible. I love it. Clegg's not like really doing anything. She just has clogs on. Quality footwear, always important. Uh, Alex, could I explain as to why Albert Pino's got such yes, a low please. score? So Albert's stomping along. He's really going hard <laughs> because he's like, you know what? I need to win for my store. I need to be the champion. And then he looks over and he sees the homunculus standing there all alone playing with the rocks, throwing them into the crowd and whatnot. And he's like, my poor baby's out there. I can't focus on this while he's out there. And so it kind of fucks with his... Uh, his jumping as he longfully looks at the homunculus, losing track of the time and slowing down his stomps. Oh, so sad. And then he does fall over. <laughs> and, then you, and you also trip. And as the dust settles, Clegg, you've won first place. Jeremiah, you've won second place. Chiff has won third place. Chiff goes, all right. What place did I get? And Albert Penis did not place. And as you climb out, shaking off the potato dust, gather potato, not dust. I actually, yeah, Chris Tato's are, are dusty. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say, is there any liquid or like anything coming out no, of here? No, they're, they're quite sandy. They're very gritty when you crush them. Ew. As you uh, reconnect with your homunculus, you can take up a look up at the scoreboard. You see, in first place, Bumblebee with 10 points. In second place... Kara Shortspur with nine points. Third place, sous chef Cleguini with eight <laughs> points. Fourth place, Chester's Chair Pride. And all the way down in ninth place, four legged beast from hell, parentheses, ask me how we can stop it. After the, the, the smashing, can we say that there is a food vendor next door and it's like fried latkes and. It's very obvious that they use the the squished crustaceans from the mash uh, to to go straight to their latkes. Totally, yeah. The crustato fry tonight is running a special. You see, Chiff and Chaff go back to work. Actually, right after performing, they'll get back to their booths and they, they scoop up with a large metal plate all of the mashed potatoes, toss them into a big fryer, and they're churning them out. They are selling tonight a limited edition novelty cup. That is a half spud as normal with the year written on it in Cristado eyes. And the year in Chester's chair, fun fact, is 2023. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Which I was just kind of tickled by. <laughs> I was just like, what year is it? Oh, it's 14. And I was like, no, it's 2023. Yeah. <laughs> Can't, Jeremiah wants to get, he, he does this every year. And so he wants to get the commemorative Cristado. Wonderful. Jeff will say three copper, please. 
he gives him four copper and says, keep the change and winks at him. Oh, wow. Thank you. That's the most enthusiasm you've ever seen out of this team. He goes, wow, thank you. (laughs) And uh, tonight you also know for the Chris Table Harvest Hootenanny, it is free refills on all Chris Tato fries. And so with your novelty cup, you can get as many Chris Tato fries and as many Chris Tato latkes as you like. This is fantastic news. He, Jeremiah is going to try to eat himself sick with Chris Tato fries and <laughs> latkes, but mostly the latkes. I love yes, it. Yes, as I do every year. And I think by the end of it, I'll, I need to do a constitution save to see how sick I actually am. Yeah, let's get one of those being. constitution saves. Ten. A ten. You hold it down, but those years have not been kind. It's a little indigen- a little bumpy ride. I, I feel like there's still some Chris Tatos from last year down there. Huh. Scarfing them down, uh, where would you like to go next? Where would you like to head? Now, Clegg, Clegg um, brings everyone into a group huddle and says, if we're ever going to get to the top, it's not enough for us just to win. Everyone above us has to lose. I agree. We must sabotage them. Interesting. Now, normally, I wouldn't condone such unsportsmanlike conduct, but winning is quite important to me this year, so I say fuck it. Um, can we see where Bumblebee is heading from from the crowd? Or Make a perception check. Wow, all high rolls today. A 16. Great. Looking yeah. out over the audience, from here, even with a 16, you can't find somebody that is dressed like a bumblebee maybe with a different viewpoint it might be easier or with everybody gathered it might be easier so bumblebee is in first and then clegg is in second as oda was bumblebee is in first kara shortspur is in second where are clegg and uh jeremiah clegg is third jeremiah is fourth okay i miss her okay cool can i try to send summer's bounty aloft to look for a large bee shape yeah Go ahead and make another perception check. Ten. A ten. Although he has a better vantage point, the fog of the night, the spookiness of the night is a little too much, and he he can't make out this bee shape. I like to think he doesn't know what a bee is. I'm like drawing a picture with my foot of like a big circle with a triangle out of its butt, and I'm like gesticulating wildly to him. Sorry, right, Summer Spawning, you did good. Every day you learn one more new thing about the world. <laughs> <laughs> With that, as a gong chimes throughout the missing chair square, a voice amplified by magic, by a thaumaturgy spell, says, uh, Hello? Um, um, oh. Oh, it's already on? Greetings, Chester's chair. <clears throat> Oh gosh! <laughs> the costume contest is going to be starting in a few minutes. So if you can make your way over, that'd be great. Bye. Oh jeez, that was awful. Is this thing off now? Gosh, I wish I could do that again. Oh my gosh! No, it's still. And then it turns off. <laughs> great. So the costume contest it is. Um, as we're walking over, as we're walking over, I'm I'm going to cast my eyes of the grave one more time. Great. From here, it doesn't light up. Okay. As you're as you're making your way over there. And as you are walking, you hear Well, well, well. If it isn't troublemaker number one and two associate troublemakers. And as you turn your head over, you see 
Arnold Dolesbury and Sarah Craw, the royal peacekeeping force of Chester's chair. Arnold is dressed as a carrot and Sarah Craw a rabbit. Ah, <laughs> and if it isn't the quote-unquote peacemakers, how very interesting you chose, chose to dress up as a carrot instead of a stinking, filthy pile of shit, you old fuck. Albert, your sweetness cannot <laughs> woo me tonight. And your hat cannot cover up the pustules that cover your sick body. I'm going to arrest him just for saying that. Can I arrest him just for... And Sarah goes, no, no, we, we can't just arrest people for not... I, one of these days, Albert, I'm going to... One of these s- days, you can suck my cock. Albert, I'm <laughs> going to find you in the middle of the night. I'm going to put water on your forehead. Do you understand? You're not going to put water... I sleep with a knife straight up. You're going to stab yourself. I sleep with a knife straight up. I am going to beat your knife by wearing armor over my chest that I don't even get stabbed. It's, 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 just, it's an armor-proof knife of my own design. Uh-uh. No, because my armor uh-huh. is even better than that, and it blocks no, all No, you have not seen the knife that I've constructed. It's more powerful than any armor, and I don't sell it because it's too strong. Then maybe I'll even come up from underneath you, because I can do that. You can't come from... I have, a, I have a knife in my butt. It goes out. Clenching it with both cheeks. One of these days, Albert. One of these days. <laughs> one of these days, you're gonna suck my dick. Oh my! You're gonna you're gonna lick my balls. Sarah goes. That's enough. Okay, that's that that's enough. Both of you. Jeez. Sorry for no one coming over. Albert, that's disgusting. Well, he started it by being a sick fuck. Oh no! And Sarah goes, please, please, and she pushes him away, and she'll hop away like a bunny rabbit. <laughs> they push off. I appreciate that she's still in character. You get all the way to the center of Missing Chair Square, where Tile has finished setting up a stage, spotlights on the stage, and Tile, now dressed for success, says, The costume contest is a fashion show, so I would like everybody who wants to participate, one by one, to make your way down for us all to appreciate. And unlike the talent show, we're not going to do every single one of these. We're just going to do a few. And as Tile introduces the costume contest and everybody nervously gets ready, we will take our break and we'll be back here in a few minutes for the fashion show. As the contestants have gathered for the fashion show, the costume contest, uh, actually this one is known as a Christume contest. Whoa. Tile says, Let this. Oh, wow. That was. Oh, that was Jackson Fisher. That was a different voice. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's a little boy. Oh, that's a little boy. Hi. <laughs> Tile says, And now, fashion. One by one, all of the contestants make their way down. The, uh, the runway showing off their fashion. You'll get one moment to pose briefly before you turn and give room to the next person. Uh, you see a l- whole line of contestants making their way through. You, you will see Jackson Fisher and family. Jackson Fisher has two younger siblings and his two parents as well. They're all dressed as a family of bears. They get to the end and go <laughs> and pose as little bears. You'll also see Clampheath Careprex, who Clegg and Jeremiah, you know Clampheath from earlier. She is dressed as a zombie with contours on her eyes that seem desiccated. She walks to the front. Jeremiah is <laughs> Jeremiah is concerned that this is the undead that uh, he pinged earlier. Uh-huh. She'll wander off. He grabs his holy symbol and 
presses it against her face. You go after. She's on stage. Yes. <laughs> then Cloud goes, what? You jump up on stage. The music cuts out instantly. And you press the holy symbol into her face. Uh, it does nothing. Clampeath is going to say, ah, uh, Jeremiah, what are you doing? The power of Kalimvor compels you. And he smacks her with his <laughs> book a little bit in, in hopes that something happens. Jeremiah, I wish I were dead. I'm not really dead. It's a costume. Okay. It was a very convincing costume. Thank you so much for putting the time and effort to making the Chris Tato Fair the best one this year. Uh, I didn't have anything to do with this. I'm just here because I love spooky shit, Jeremiah. Will you tell me when I'm going to die? Uh, he, <laughs> he looks through his book. Not yet. Come on. I like that I Jeremiah is like a teen icon in this town. The teens are just like, that's the guy. Absolutely. Keeps him young. Clampeath sees you. Clay goes, oh, hi. Huh? What? <laughs> Clay's like looking at her feet. Oh, yeah, whatever. I, you've, you've totally like blown her off. She goes, yeah, what, uh, whatever. I don't even care. All right, Jeremiah, I got to go. And Tyler's like, ah, I guess uh, are we all, we're all okay. Okay. That was weird, but Jeremiah Jeremiah just nods and awkwardly backpedals off stage. Uh it was a very good costume. Okay, strange. Well, I, let's just keep going then. A couple more people, poof, poof, the beat starts up again. Um, Clegg, can you show off your costume? What's your pose? Uh Clegg will minor illusion some fun little ingredients just pictures of little vegetables nice and summer's bounty will be peering under the hat i love it then you will get advantage on your performance check uh which you'll make in just a minute Boo! the beat continues jack cole comes up tile comes up no one gets his costume because oh really okay whatever he'll keep walking off you see finea vorn come up next she is just actually nude. She's completely nude. <gasps> People gap. Whoa. <laughs> and Arnold Dolesbury runs up onto the stage and grabs her. He's going to try and pull her off. She goes, you can't contain me. This is how we all are. <laughs> this is our true costume. And, and he's like, get off. Ma'am, you got to get out of here. Sarah. Is she hot? Um, did you roll to check <laughs> to see if I rolled, she was I rolled, hot? I rolled I did a D10. Roll. I, I did roll to see if she's hot. It's a nat 20. She's super hot. She's whoa. She's ripped, gorgeous, lean. She's she's like uh, she's like track athlete hot. I was gonna say she's like a decathlon. Person. Yeah, she's a decathlon. She's a sexy Leave decathlon. A decathlon. Oh my gosh! Arnold Dolesberg goes whoa, yeah. and then pulls her off. <laughs> and Sarah goes, ah, get out of here! You can't. She goes, I can be free. We can all be free. Uh, after her. The other district heads you have actually not met yet come up. You see Fent Sherrystone. He is a dwarf, quite wide shoulders and chest. He uh, is dressed as a circus lion tamer. And as he comes up to the front, he says, Careful, boy. And Leroy Lion, his steel construct, his steel construct lion, leaps up 
onto the stage and poses for everyone. The audience loves it. And as he makes his way off, Jill Rana Thistletop is going to come off uh, to come over. She's a halfling from the Root District. Uh, she looks very put together. She has small glasses on, even in costume. She's dressed as a sparrow, and she just comes over and she'll wave. And some people from the Root District are like, oh, oh my gosh. You also see in the talent show Orda Shep. She's an older gnome woman in a wheelchair. She's pushed out there by what looks to be a, a younger family member. Um, Albert Penis, of course, you know Orda. She comes over, she'll just wave and continue on. And uh, Albert Penis, can you go ahead and do your costume? What's your pose? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up, I'm gonna pose, and then I'm gonna cast magical tinkering on the old lady doll and the pregnant woman doll on my feet, and that allows me to Im- um, imbue in them a six second message. So uh, here are the messages in both the pregnant woman and the old lady, respectively. Oh my god, I'm pregnant and I'm dying! <laughs> and then the old lady will say, If only there were a petition to prevent this! <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just going to show the horse's ass to the crowd, and then they will see the... I hope they will see the petition. I'm worried they may to see a, an ass, but... I love it. Uh, because you are soliciting at, uh, for signatures, you will not get advantage on this, but if your performance check is successful, you might get signups. Okay, well, let's see. Do I roll <laughs> performance check now? We'll roll those uh, after everybody's gone up. Okay. We'll roll those in just a minute. A okay. couple more people come up. You see uh, Miss Maggie Lathy dressed as a muffin. Who'll come up. Oh, mm-hmm. hi. Uh, you'll see also Varshan Decker from earlier in a trash bag. who's like, I'm garbage. And then uh, Jeremiah Jelsinski. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Uh, Jeremiah in his Cristado sack, basically. Uh, he... He casts uh, Thaumaturgy to make little tremors on each step that he takes, and uh, he said, watch out for the for the Cristado, it's going to take over the world! <laughs> and laughs manically. Great. Kids love it. They go, ah, oh no! And teens also love it, but in an ironic way. They go, yeah, for sure. And uh, <laughs> you're also going to get advantage on your role. Uh, Kara Shortspur will, will go in her homemade Legolas costume and just whip her cloak over. And then as it seems like everybody's gone, a little more slowly than the rest, walking maybe out of step, you see a large figure dressed in a perfectly spherical bumblebee costume. <sighs> Makes a circle without stopping, gets to the front, and then just continues on. <laughs> And with that, I'd like everybody, uh, and also you can react to this if you like, since you already deduced that there's there's an undead around here. Uh, But I would like everybody (laughs) to make a performance check with advantage if you you got it. 16. Ooh, pretty good. 10. Also a 16. Ooh, I would like... dang, what are those dice you're using? I'd like a roll-off between Clegg and Albert, please. A 12. God damn it. And Clay wow. wins again. As oh uh, Tile gets to the front and does a big applause meter for every, in front of everybody. He'll run up in front of your costume and go, oh, 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 to the audience and shake his hand around like he's gauging the <laughs> applause. <laughs> and it, oh, 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 it just spikes for certain people. As he gets to the Bumblebee costume, whoa, a huge spike. This costume is extremely detailed. It's perfectly spherical, but there's texture on it. There's a nice 
stinger. Uh, it comes up all the way over the head, too, so you can't see who's under it. It looks just, but it's huge. It's this massive, very detailed bumblebee costume. Um, as he gets to Jeremiah, oh, a, a decent response, a, a slightly better than average response. Then he gets to Albert, ooh, whoa, 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 huge response. People are receptive to the message, perhaps, receptive to the magical tinkering. And he gets to Clegg, whoa, the Pixar fans in the room lose their minds over the <laughs> fantasy Ratatouille reference. I like to imagine it's just the kids. Um, I like that all the kids sound like summer spelling. <laughs> Jackson Fisher, uh, dressed as a bear, is going to say, I know her. That's my, that's my teacher. That's my teacher, Miss Clegg. Dressed as a little bear. Ah, oh, Miss Clegg. Summer's bounding will fly out to Jackson. To me! And he'll, yeah! See, make me dance, Summer's Bounty! And Summer's Bounty will pull on his hair and he'll dance around. Oh! Whoa, whoa, here we go! And then, fly back. Clegg wins again. Second place to Albert Penis. And third place to Bumblebee. Oof. And Bumblebee stumbles on. And as you look up on the great... Uh, at, at the great scoreboard in the sky, you see a tie at the top of the rankings. Bumblebee and Sue Chef Cleguini. All the contestants are gathered for the for the contest. What would you like to do next? Uh, Jeremiah wants to wants to check out the Bumblebee and, and go talk to the Bumblebee. Great! You approach the Bumblebee. Uh, Bumblebee just seems to kind of look forward, straight forward. Pretty, pretty close, pretty close points up there, huh? Bumblebee's gonna like shuffle backward one step. It's huge. <sighs> I really think that you have a good chance of making it. Your costume is immaculate. <sighs> I really think that we should all hang out together. The. Bumblebee seems to look look left to right and then you see it nod and you hear a sound. Come with us, Bumblebee. It'll reach a hand out. It's a huge mass. It's a massive hand. It sticks forward. Jeremiah takes the hand and uh, let's go off to the tater tot tumble. Uh, the four of you arrive at the tater tot tumble there you see shinya and shizuru dressed as a giraffe they're from the split log but they're they also have a couple's costume and um they're they're making a giraffe shinya has his arms stuck up as high as he can reach and the head of the giraffe is on those so it looks really tall all right alex would you do me a favor and read the description for this game yes a skee-ball like game where you roll tater tots up a shoot and into holes of different values <laughs> Shooting in the holes of different values. What am I in college again? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Albert Penis has a minus five to this game. Shinya <laughs> <laughs> and Shizuru in character. And sorry, one one more. Could you read the description for Maze Maze for me? Yeah, absolutely. Again? A maze maze. A maze made of ancient corn. A maze made of ancient corn. What am I in college again? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. As you get to the tater tot tumble. Uh, also, does anybody have any comments about this um, this hulking? You know, Jeremiah shows up at the tater tot tumble hand in hand. Uh, Albert Penis's passive perception is nine, so I'm going to say no. 
Uh, Click's <laughs> passive perception is also nine, so she just takes Summer's bounty out of her hand and goes like, look, that's what it is. That's what they look like, but much smaller. Uh. <laughs> Don't touch the stinger. And Summer's bounty goes back in the hat. Uh. Chinya and Shizira go, oh, oh my god. Uh, okay. Um, is it the four of you are here to play uh, the Tater Tot Tumble? Yes, I'm here to shoot a ski-like ball into holes of different values. Uh, great, okay. Well, then you've come to the right place. There's three different buckets. The easy bucket, the hard bucket, and the extremely hard bucket. In each bucket, is there a different dipping sauce for the, for the tater yeah, pot? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's barbecue, sweet and sour, and buffalo. Extremely hard is buffalo. And is that just in order of difficulty? That, definitely. Great. And you'll get three sleight-of-hand rolls three attempts to roll a tater tot and this is not a best score wins game this is a repeatable game that will earn you one stamp if you if you succeed and you can play it uh, you know multiple times even if you wanted seven points to win 14 points to get a triple the uh win easy bucket is worth one point hard bucket three points and extremely hard bucket worth 10 points as you see these letters have been these numbers have been painted on to each of the buckets and uh, step right up. Who's first? I'll go first. What are we rolling? Sleight of hand, please. Please. Yes. So please let this me know. This is a plus five. If I get a fucking five, I'm going to kill Whoa. somebody. I love it. Which <laughs> bucket are you aiming for? Extremely hard. Extremely hard. Go ahead and roll. Albert Penis is very confident in his chucking abilities. The buffalo sauce bucket is very tiny and very far away. But it's the best one. Well, luckily for most people, I am also very tiny and very far away as a halfling. That barely makes sense. Go ahead and roll. God. 11. An 11. It goes wide, sadly. Bounces off. Okay. That's it. it, First one's always a miss. 21. 21. Yo. Right in the center of the bucket. You can pull that tater tot out and eat it if you like. No, thank you. Nope. Too spicy. And uh, (laughs) one more, please. 20. A 20. Another success. Albert Penis right away. Two buffalo sauce dips. That's 20 points. And you get three stamps on your card. It's my ass. Who's next? Uh, Jeremiah will go. Okay, go ahead. All right, we're going for the high one. Okay. A five. It goes really wide. Uh, He's going to go for the middle one. 19. A 19 sinks it in the sweet and sour. And and then he was going to go for the low one. Uh, 9. And a 9 sinks it in the barbecue. Which is... Now, I'm not sure if I calibrated this game well at all. But it's not enough to succeed. And so, sadly, Jeremiah, you don't get a stamp. But you do get two bites of tater tots in tasty things. (laughs) This is... That is the best gift that anybody could have. (laughs) <laughs> and uh who's next Clegg? Clegg's not gonna go next Clegg's gonna wait for bumblebee to go first <sighs> bumblebee shuffles forward nat 20 and i um cast <laughs> minor illusion um in front of bumblebee uh-huh it's just a just a haze oh you're trying Whoa. to make it more difficult for bumblebee i see well the first one's a, a nat 20 and so I'll i'll take this after that that will that'll give swarm of bees makes some more sense than a haze. A swarm of bees. Bumblebee seems to look at the bees and oh, 
bear almost no recognition. Gonna keep rolling. I'm not joking. A second nat twenty in a roll. In a, in no a way. <laughs> not joking. You have weighted dice. Is, are you using the chicken dice? I'm using the chicken dice. Always the chicken dice. Whoa. And the last one is a nat is a natural twelve plus eight. Whoa. For that's wow. a Dexy boy. A total of twenty. Wow. Boop, boop, boop. Sinks three in a row despite the bees, and then turns to you and goes, Oh. And Bumblebees takes the lead in points. Jeremiah is flabbergasted. He this that was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Oh. For the listener, Alex is so every time Alex does the Bumblebee voice, he makes a face. Oh. And during that most recent silence, Alex was just looking at us with the Bumblebee face, which is dead eyes and slightly open mouth. And he has not stopped. Oh. <laughs> We'll never break character. <laughs> Bumblebee is going to pull out their copy of the map, looking at all the games. Oh. 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 I hate to ask you, Clegg. This creature seems to have some sort of strange accent. Do you know where they're from? Oh. No, I've I've got no idea. Mm. Bees didn't bother them. Um, Clegg's very fed up at this point. She goes, who are you? Oh. Bumblebee looks over at you. You say, who are you? Bumblebee takes a step backwards. Oh. And then another. Oh. Now, Bumblebee, why don't you stay here with us and, and we can become oh! friends? He runs boo, 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 through the crowd. Oh, oh. People are parting out of the way. What's going on? What's going on? Arnold Doldsberry from far off goes, oh, somebody stop that bee. He's, a, he's on the rampage. As the bee, oh, oh, seems to be running away from you. What would you like to do? Jeremiah, what's going on with your um, newly found bee friend? And where are they from? I can't place that accent. I usually <laughs> have a very good ear for this sort of thing. I think our friend is from the underworld. <gasps> I think our friend is a... I think he... I, I clocked him... I clocked somebody as an undead earlier. Now, and to clarify, I, that is not the remaining stench from my corn, correct? You, you have some sort of spell <laughs> to prove this? It is both. I, I picked up the corn as well. God damn, that never washes off. I say we run after him. I need. I want to. I want to learn more about this guy. All right, a race it is. Whoever gets there first gets a stamp. You you run through the the harvest festival. People dodging out of your way. Make a per- perception check. I'd like some. Actually, I would like somebody to make a survival check to track somebody. And this can be assisted. Someone by other friend. than me, please. I rolled a one. <laughs> Oof. I'll give guidance to whoever's Whoa. rolling the survival Beautiful. check. Oh, man. This is a big roll, guys. Uh, a 26. Do I clock it? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that hard. You see huge lumbering footsteps of uh, not quite broken the pavement, but scattered all of the dust and uh, small rocks off the pavement, clearing space. You also can tell, by the way, the crowd has parted in a certain direction. <laughs> that uh, this bumblebee creature has run off down through the gate at the edge of Missing Chair Square and off into the forest a little bit. You get to the edge of the forest. You know the path. Would you like to continue? Well, guys, I've never had this happen in in all the centuries of Cristado Fairs. Do we want to pursue? Well, I say yes. 
I'm quite worried that poor creature's out there alone. If we unmask him, we'll win, so... That's true. They did say him. in the fine print that if you reveal yourself uh, out inside in your costume, then you automatically lose the game, I think. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> You're going to presume? Yes. Yes. You leave the crowds of missing chairs square behind, the noise eventually fading into the distance. And then, even with your low passive perception, it's easy to hear. You hear, <laughs> You hear the sound of a large creature crying. Jeremiah approaches. As you turn a corner around a tree in a large stone boulder, you see sitting up against the base of a tree, moss all around, is Bumblebee. Sitting there on the ground, legs kicked out in front of him, arms in his, uh, sitting in his lap. <laughs> All creatures crying. Bumblebee, what, what's wrong? I've never seen anybody sink as many tater tots in the tater tot tumble as much as I have tonight with you. I think I may know something that will help, and I'm going to unzip my costume and allow my homunculus to run over to the undead creature to see if perhaps both of them being incapable of speech, they can somehow connect. <laughs> <laughs> creature to creature? Okay. Yeah. Um, This is a charisma check, and I'd like... Charisma for a creature with no face. That's right. It's charisma for a nightmare <laughs> monster to another monster of a kind. Um, Albert Penis, please just roll a d20. You can add your charisma modifier to it. My charisma modifier? Yeah, because you're kind of encouraging and helping this. Well, I rolled a two, but my charisma modifier is a one, so three total. <laughs> a three <laughs> total? I'll portent to, to a 13. Whoa, hey, okay. Wow. Oh, okay. So, sorry, 13 plus one or 13? 13 plus one. So 14. Oh. Thank you. The, um... Homunculus servant almost slaps him clean in the face, and then at the last moment, oh, nope, no, don't do that. <laughs> Reaches out three hands and hugs Bumblebee, and Bumblebee turns and hugs also this homunculus, and they both seem to weep together. And Bumblebee looks over at you. He's gonna reach up. <gasps> he pulls the head of the bee costume off, revealing the face of a zombified ogre. Huge <sighs> teeth, big beady eyes, space around his jaw is missing, his teeth and gums hang out. Uh, there's a cut across his forehead, and old blood dried over there. He looks at you. He reaches one hand inside the costume and pulls out a note. Can we read the note? Holds it out to you. As you take it, uh, you read a note. It's it's drawn in kind of poor handwriting. It says, To whomever finds this, my boy just likes playing games. Please don't out him. Aww. Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Bumblebee, We're... put that mask back on. <laughs> he hands you another note first. Can we read the note? Yeah. It yeah. says, P.S., <laughs> Don't threaten him or he'll kill you and probably most of the town. Okay, does he understand orc? 
What what what, what, are, what are, is he's an orc or a troll? I can't he remember. is an ogre. He looks to be an undead. What do they ogre. speak? He speaks giant and common. Oh, okay. Oh, I know Com. Wait, okay, Everyone... so he knows what we're saying. <laughs> yes, it does <laughs> right. seem that he Everyone understands you, although he cannot speak himself. Okay. Got it. Uh, while Jeremiah and Albert have been comforting and sort of outright trying to help Bumblebee, Clegg has been so sullen standing in the back, and she'll hand Bumblebee her stamp card. You hand Bumblebee your stamp card? With all my stamps on it from the games. Bumblebee takes it. I don't know how point transfers work. <laughs> he seems to look at it confused like, well, this is less than I have. <laughs> I want you to have it and add it to yours. I'm putting myself out of the game. Oh. Bumblebee looks at you, looks down. Make a persuasion check, please. A charisma check. 16. 16. Bumblebee holds the two cards in his hands. Reaches down to the Bumblebee card and rips it. (gasps) And then I'll hand you your card back. And he puts his helmet back on. And shuffles back towards the fair. Was he he happily? He ripped his own card back? He ripped his own card up. And handed you back yours. What what would you all like to do? Well, okay. Let's go back to the let's go back to the fair. Sorry, before we go, I'd like to just take my homunculus aside and tell him he did a good job. Great. It, the creature is <laughs> He really has no mouth, but I wanted him to be able to make some sound. So he kind of makes it through stomping his feet and beating his chest. <clears throat> I'm gonna make okay, for future episodes I'm gonna make him something that makes noise. Okay, great. He'll reconnect with you. And as the three of you make it back to the edge of town, you don't see Bumblebee anywhere, and the the commotion has kind of died down. Looking up at the big scoreboard, you see that one of the names has just disappeared fully. Bumblebee's (gasps) name has been removed from the board, and that means that currently in first place is Sous Chef Cleguini. Oh, no. Whoa. And as the evening comes to a close and the clock strikes midnight, Mayor Gaudron Werp takes the podium, looks out at the town, and says, I'm proud to announce the winner, the High Hooter herself, Sushef Cleguini. And we'll- Sorry, before she comes up, can I pull her aside? Yeah. Like you did a fantastic job today, and I feel so shameful to ask this, but I have a favor of you. Yes? Sometimes when athletes win sports <laughs> activities, they will say, the reporters will ask, where are you going? And the athlete They're will say something like, where I'm, I'm going to the, I'm going to, to, to such and such land. And I'm just wondering if maybe when you win, if there's any opportunity, you could say, I'm going to penis curiosity. To just announce that? Yes, that would that would be that be all I require. Just just like out of the blue, like all of a sudden. As long as the crowd is looking at you and can hear you, yes. Or even better, if it's prompted. 
Okay. In fact, maybe I'll yell from the crowd, "Hey, Clegg Tumsul, where are you go? You just won the 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 contest. Where are you go?" There's now a long time between when her name was called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mayor's like, um, Shusef Clegwina, are you are you out there? Look, there's not much time. Just trust me, okay? If if you could do this for me, I'll I'll make it up to you. All right. Um, Clegg's in a in a bad mood because she was trying very hard to be nice and wasn't successful, so she clomps on to the stage. As you come up to the stage, huge uh, applause from the audience breaks out. Tyle goes, I know her! I know her! I know her! Uh, You see her Jackson Fisher go, I know her! (laughs) And as the mayor hands you a scepter with a Chris Tato at the top and a bag of gold, as you... I take the the microphone from his hand alongside the thing. Um, I've got a few things to there's say. There's no speech involved in this. This is my right as the high hooter. I've got one hoot. I've got one hoot for everyone here. Uh, he's about to stop you, but the crowd is so into it that he's like, oh, God. Winning isn't everything. Winning isn't everything. And everyone should go to Penis Curiosities. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> and Bumblebee, if you're out there... I wanted this to be you, and I did my best, and you took the only nice thing I ever did for someone <laughs> and threw it right back in my face, and Clegg drops the mic and runs off. Oh, wow. <laughs> the crowd is... I'm gonna... Sorry, I'm gonna... Can, can I run on stage and grab the mic real quick? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mayor Werp is about to take the microphone and... Yeah. And again, if you're not familiar with where Penis Curiosity is, it is right next door to the Chestershire Official Merchandise and Memorabilia Museum. You can walk right in there, grab anything you need. Self-heating knives, a self-cooling okay, okay. cups, pants that will not choke you. That's enough, that's enough. Uh-uh. Ladies and gentlemen. police. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there is no speech uh, supposed to be involved in this. Uh, everybody, uh, enjoy your night. Thank you for attending the 9900 9900th Crustato. Harvest, whoo, Danani. Good night. And that is where we will end tonight's episode. We'll deal with the aftermath in the next month. I'm on Bumblebee, be happy. Thank you, players, for playing. Thank you, listeners, for listening. So heartfelt. Maybe Halloween is the sweetest season of all. Or all the candy corn. Oh, and if you like the show, follow us on Instagram, subscribe, rate, and review us. That's really nice. That helps us a whole lot. Please do that. Please. Small Town DD is our Instagram handle. And that's it for tonight. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>